Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. (laughs) Hello, blah, blah, blah. Can I get a mic check, Luke? I'm Iggy Pop. And this is how I speak. If I were Eggy Pop in the Stooges from Ann Arbor, Michigan, I would talk like this. Right, here's Jim. I am also Iggy Pop, and few people know that I was actually in one of the underwhelming Crow sequels. Oh. Um, Marcus? I'm Eagles Pop, and I've... Cheggers plays Pop. I've got a lust for life, and it's the football ramble, Remini Tremini. At the library. Um, um, of course that's Pop. going on at the right. library. Jibremini. Cool. All right, we mm-hmm. are bloody good to go, guys. I'd Let's quite go like read to heads. be your dog. <laughs> yes. Eat all of our shirts. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, oh okay. No, 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 no. To be fair, that was my fault. Donald I'll, Peterson. What I'll you take doing? that one. I'll you take that one. You didn't um, check that I was okay. Right. I know. There Don, we are. Don Peterson. He's ready. That's the goalkeeper. That's the you know, goal. referee yeah. checking Thanks, the keepers. Yeah. Yeah. Count the play. Referee, treffery. At the library. Careful. Mm. <laughs> that is a ticking time I'll wait mm. to go off in this show. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, nine. <laughs> Women think I'm tasty, but they're always trying to waste me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's also here. 
All right. And Pepite completes the foursome. Pepite does, yes. <laughs> Read Pepite. Not, oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> Jackie uh, Wilson. One of the first songs I uh, ever remember. Now, Seth Blatter likened himself to a mountain goat recently saying that he keeps on going on and on and on and can't be stopped. You could choose <laughs> I'm pretty sure you I can would... stop a mountain goat. Mm. It, yeah, I wouldn't imagine it'd be that hard. But he's become self-aware. He's like, he's trying, he's, he essentially knows that everyone wants Riz, but he's saying, no, I'm a mountain mm. goat. If we could sit him way up it. high on a, on a mountain top where yeah. you think you'll never be able to get down, I think we'd all be happy with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not flourishing. They're not having a lovely time on the side of a dam, are they? Like, <laughs> just kind of clambering around. Mountain yeah, goats aren't true. flourishing. They're not mountain they're, goats. They're, they're, not, they're, they're, not, they're hanging on. Yeah, they're not dam goats. They're mountain goats. I, I don't think there is a dam goat. I thought they're just mountain goats that happen to find themselves on a dam. I've never seen a mountain yeah. goat on a dam, Why and you, I'm a nature enthusiast. You yeah, know you're going to you? get a flood of pictures of uh, goats on dams. <laughs> That's I bloody hope good, so. isn't it? God, yeah. have, you, why, have you guys never seen a goat on a dam? That's like one of the most iconic pictures next to Pele lifting the World Cup. I've been living a lie. I've been living a lie. Are there many dams in Hartlepool? Uh, no, we've got two waterfalls, though, high how, force and low force. How many goats per dam? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a goat in Hartlepool. Yeah. No. At Pete Donaldson. Now, if you could choose an animal or something of the like to be the next FIFA president, what would you go for, Jim? I was tempted to actually go for pigs, um, as pigs are known for being very intelligent animals. Um, but they're also known for being very clean animals, and they're not, are they? They, uh, they roll around in shit. They don't and look then everyone clean. says that they're clean, which yeah. is not true. And yeah. basically, that's that's what we've already got. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Already, so they're um, clean for their environment. Yeah, yeah. That I they've mean, chosen themselves. They can't sweat. Is the reason they do it. Can right. you imagine? Um, can you imagine a pig um, sort of wandering into the? pig pen that FIFA has turned into because a pig is now running it mm. and just rolling around the shit going I'm ushering in a new era of transparency <laughs> <laughs> just covered in shit it's a big glass building isn't it FIFA house so do you think that's what they mean by transparency they're, they're getting this so, so that was wrong. one of the reasons yeah. wasn't it in many ways it'll be business as usual if a pig took over uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why I'm not going for a pig yeah. and instead I'm going to go for an ant uh, because ants are very organised, aren't yeah. they? They, they? Work well together. They can run an organisation. Mm. Can lift as many as times their like body weight as well. Absolutely, which would be important <laughs> when the revolution comes. When they lug all that money around. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just hiding it all. Sorry, surplus. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're a non-profit organisation. Exactly. All that green. An extremely successful non-profit organisation. Luke? He's gone for an ant. Yes. I am going to go for <laughs> perhaps a slightly cliched animal, but something I think... I mean, listen, there's no there's no time for mucking around at FIFA. There's no right or wrong answer there's, for this question. There is a lot of time for all kinds of fun. Sorry, yeah. They've, they, sorry, they've been mucking around too long. Yeah. And now they need a wise old owl to look after them. Yes. The thing is, though, owls are actually quite stupid. It's a myth that they're, uh, <clears throat> that they're wise. Well, not wise, you know, of course they're not wise. Well, you, one, two, two points. One, if that's true, then they'll fit in. Two, <laughs> you don't know the specific owl I've got in yeah, mind. Yeah, right, have you got, like, a, not just a species, but a particular yeah, owl yeah, that you know. A, he's going for a Disney owl. Like a damn owl. Yeah. And they are renowned. <laughs> a Disney owl is fine. Yes. I know a particular owl who's very, very organised right. and doesn't take any shit. Yes. Is it Alan Owl? I've got, it is Alan Owl. You've met him, have you? Did you meet him the other week? <laughs> was, yeah. he, he will not take any shit. He's also fairly young, so he's got plenty more years in him. Uh, and I think he could steady the ship, mm -hmm. provided um, that the FIFA HQ was changed from a massive transparent building to a dusty old barn. Mm. Well, that's me feeling silly. Yeah, well, <laughs> <joke, the> <laughs> I'll take no pleasure in this, but the joke is on you at that point. That's fine, though. Um, I, for one, am very much looking forward to Pete's answer. Yes, I am too. <laughs> Peter. Giraffe. 
Right? <laughs> right. Any reason, or are just going to leave it there? I just think the one thing uh, a FIFA boss needs to be able to do is to uh, go into that big room where they keep all the surplus, the money. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the great joy of having a load of money is seeing it all at the same time, which you can't do as a human. So a draft could look out over all the riches that they've got. I don't... And, and, you know, figure out what to do with it, I suppose. I wouldn't be completely <laughs> probably averse. probably a bit of it as well. I don't think they withdraw all the cash and stuff it in a room. I wouldn't be completely yeah, like averse. <laughs> I wouldn't be completely averse to Good. the giraffe, owl and ant mm. all doing it together. Yeah. Different skill sets. Like a roll down book. Like a yeah. task force. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. I went for a cockroach. Okay. Because, obviously, they... Well, can they survive a nuclear war and all that kind of stuff. They can certainly survive an awful lot more radiation than human beings. So if, if it all did kick off, then mm. they'll still be standing. They'll, they'll still be a FIFA. Yeah, they'll still be FIFA. Well, if and they stopped doing, playing football and started, I don't know, war. amassing nuclear arsenals. But basically, there'll always be something around to organise a World Cup. And, right, the, okay. and the ant can ride on his back. Cockroach. Yeah, I mean, if there's only like one ant left, uh-huh. maybe the ant's just going to organise all the other animals. Yeah, because if, if, essentially, if you've only got one ant left, there is no point in an ant because their strengths lie in their organisation and their society discipline. So we think. <laughs> yeah, right? true. But you know, maybe they'll adapt. They I don't have to adapt. I think Alan Owl's got the points. Alan Owl. Alan Owl. I had some ants in my house. He'll use them Bloody wisely. Annoying. He'll use them wisely. You had some ants in your house. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and a mouse that only stayed for one day, which I f- took as a bit of a dig. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> is a bit. that is really. Yeah. tragic. A couple more digs coming up in the highlights of the week later. There right. we go. No doubt. Uh, in the Premier League, there were lots of farewells in the last weekend of the Premier League footballing action, including Chris Foy, his last appearance as yeah. a referee. So, Chris Foy. Yeah. <laughs> good news for Chris Hoy, though, isn't it, on Twitter? A very good one. Yeah. 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 anymore. He'll be delighted, yeah. But Newcastle United stayed up. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Jonas Gutierrez with the assistant goal that secured the win, you Peter. Got, you got your um, your wish, which was that Newcastle go as close to relegation as possible mm. without being relegated. Although I did notice on in the Premier League table, quite hilariously, they actually finished above Sunderland. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 And Aston you sort, Villa. You sort of think, what happened there, then? Yeah. yeah. It's 15th. Very strange. Finished above Tim Sherwood, Pete. You happy with that? <laughs> yeah, I love the enemies really apart from pards in it what were you thinking when Anita went through and missed that chance oh my goodness in the most was, feeble way possible I was thinking he still had a better go on goal than Riviera so yeah. <laughs> he's still yeah. a better football than Riviera still a better striker that, anyway. was, cra- that was four on one I know it I mean, absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah but he's—I mean, to be, to be, he's a defensive midfielder. He's not really there to do that. I'm but, sorry. Come on, Pete. You, it, come on. I'm not there if he's to... not really there to do that, you've got three people around you. Give it to one of them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Give them pass to the goalkeeper. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> give it to one of them by putting a literally putting a stamp on the ball <laughs> and posting it to the goalkeeper to let him know. I, I think the, go- the goalkeeper had a pretty good reach, and I thought he did very well to grab it. But still, I think Vernon you're Nita, insane. Vernon did not do very well in that I, situation. I thought to myself, that's it. That's the moment. West Ham are going to equalise and then Hull mm. is going to be all to play for mm. but Hull- I, I think it's fair to say on that afternoon I, 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 I'm sure I speak for, for many football fans when I say that we all wanted there to be more drama than there was yeah. and then we realised that West Ham weren't really even trying <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't as good no, yeah. is, is there that... was a bit of a damp squid well, they, they relegation didn't want to, They didn't want to get any yellow cards. They didn't want to get any yellow cards so they could get into the Europa League, the dream. Yeah, they <laughs> should. So have, they didn't want to try. They should have. Um, in my view, they should have got a hundred yellow cards. So they didn't have to play in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they did okay in the first half, West Ham, but then, but without ever really doing much. Was it at half time though? If uh, somebody read the West Ham website, 
which said the club is, you know, departing ways with Sam Allardyce yeah. before the 90 minutes yeah. had finished. We That's can't possibly wait another 45 minutes to get the, <laughs> yeah. get the new man in now. This yeah. is terrible. Yeah. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. I love what old Big Sam said. Um, well, I didn't want to stay. <laughs> yeah, didn't want to stay. And I suppose you could say it was mutual if they didn't want me to stay either. They to be fair you. to Allardyce, though, he was basically laughing as he said he this was, in the yeah. post-match interview. He'll be fine. Yeah. He, he, he will be fine. The thing about Big Sam is he's a manager who is far more likely to get a job around January when some teams are really struggling and they're fine. Yeah, yeah. He'll, get, he'll get snapped up then. He may not get a job before the start of the season, but I could see him getting one certainly around the midway. He's got six or seven months off. He always gets very, badly, very badly treated by clubs, yeah. I always well, find. He, sort of, I think he, he hits the ceiling, doesn't he? And <laughs> it's it's almost like he rubs people up the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> As Alan Shearer said on Match of the Day at the weekend, every time he leaves a club, that club tends to go into free fall a little bit. So... He's a big, massive, like stabling influence, isn't <laughs> yeah. he? He's clearly someone who who revels in running all different parts of the club and he's a focal point for the club. And, mm. and it's not a surprise, as Jim rightly says, that when he goes, there's almost like a big, not, not literally, but also literally, a big mm. hole to fill. Mike Ashley gave a rare interview before the he game. He did. He basically said, um, I'm not going to sell the club until we win something. And I think everyone with a brain can see that means I'm not going to sell the club until its value increases. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. It was, more, it was more just, I was just very surprised. Like, you know people sort of say Cockney Mafia out? I didn't necessarily know he's a Cockney because I'd never heard you him don't speak. don't hear him, do you? Yeah. Never heard him speak. And I was like going, oh yeah, he's got quite a broad kind of... Uh, well, I knew, I knew he was a Spurs fan. But that's yeah. What I, but, I, um, I, would, I would assume that he would have a kind of slight estuary, kind of slightly posher accent than he had. Do you know that, all right, proper barra boy. Do you know how it made me feel seeing, dub dub. seeing him speak? It made me feel like when you were a kid and you saw your teacher in the supermarket. And you were like, what are, <laughs> what are they doing? It's so out of context. What what it was like yeah. when I was a real big fan of The Simpsons before I'd even seen The Simpsons and I first heard Homer Simpson speak on the Sing the Blues album and I was very upset. I was like, why have you got Homer Simpson with that ridiculous voice? <laughs> how, did you, how did you imagine him to sound? I don't know. I just, I just used to love The Simpsons, and I used to buy all the characters and the figures and the, but you'd and never the, seen and the baseball cards. It. But I'd never actually seen it. I didn't have Sky, and so when my, mm. when when I got the Singing Blues album, I was going, that must be just his singing voice. That's just a bit weird. And then when um, somebody, my mate, my dad's mate, brought round um, like a, a VHS of a load of um, Sky One recorded Simpsons, I was like, I, I don't think I can watch this anymore. Uh, Homer Simpson's voice. I don't <laughs> like it. Have you got used to it now? Mm, yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, when he said that, uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere until we win something, he did put a top four. Um, in, in, yeah. I mean, Newcastle are in the position of top four. So we're going League Cup, really. Or the championship trophy. Yeah. After relegation. Yeah, do playoffs count? As I said to Pete, that would what a celebration though it would be in Newcastle if they won a trophy. Because you've got to get rid of you've got to leave yeah, now, Imagine yeah. that you think we've got a trophy, <laughs> so that's always cause for celebration. And we know that Ashley's days are numbered. But it, it just seems weird that like why Fantastic. he managed to. Do, I mean, there was going to be a big crowd, you know, a protest or whatever, whatever happened. But was that an attempt to kind of no see idea. it off a little bit? I couldn't. I couldn't figure. I it so. just seemed a little bit weird. I th- I because think what, yeah, he, he played a very sort of um, faux emotional card, didn't he? As if he's only just realised how bad <laughs> it's got. Yeah. When everyone else has seen this, sorry, I was watching years. Rangers all season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. not really been keeping in touch. Uh, no idea. Um, <laughs> this outpost was faltering so badly. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's so. I, I think it's it's a very cynical move, isn't it? It's just to try and give the fans something to look forward to to next season, so they don't firebomb his house in the well, preseason. It, just, I mean, like, he's not got a house in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> they can get trains. He's got a helicopter pad. That's I was going to say it. he lives yeah. in a helicopter. Yeah. All roads lead to going away from Newcastle for Mike Ashley. It's just really weird. But, but what? I 
like about the, the the whole situation is that that was an attempt to kind of sort almost curry favour with the fan. Yeah. I don't really know what it was. Because he didn't, wasn't he didn't any of it. Well, because he didn't see. He's never seemed like he's given a shit. No. Because he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and all is just bullshit. You, you know, do it or don't do it. Don't just say you're going to do it. You he know, didn't... it's just put put a proper manager in that yeah. can manage things. Yeah. A, a real manager. By, by, <laughs> like use some of the money that you've taken out of the club to spend on players. You know, What's it's, really... it's just little little things like that, really, isn't it? What's really funny about that is. That's such a fair point. Have a manager who is a manager. <laughs> How has it got this bad? <laughs> but, like, but I mean, for every bad thing that's happened this season, <clears throat> and for every reason for nobody, for, for people not wanting to um, re- re-sign with their season ticket and stuff, Jonas Gutierrez has done more for that football club yeah. than Mike Ashley has done in mm. five or six years. Yeah. It's, he, it's incredible. Did he thank John Carver with his celebration? I think a maybe. I think, I, I think he had some points to make, point, yeah. pointing at the uh, point at the chairman's well, box. He, he I think him. someone picked up the word Wanker, which is a very non-South American thing to <laughs> yeah. shout. Yeah. Wanker. Wanker. He said in an interview a few months Karanka. ago that uh, he said he could never forgive the club. Mm. Yeah. So, so how, they treated, how they treated him when they found out that, uh, when he found out that he exactly, had... Exactly, uh, yeah. So one of the best players is probably going to leave, you would, you yeah. would read into that. Well, well. I mean, he's, he's fundamentally not one of our best players, but it's one of those things where he, he's certainly one of the more loved players. Yeah. And he deserves yeah. to be treated properly as a member. Yeah, as, 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 as a, a human being. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. No, I, I think just uh, finishing on Mike Ash, I think, I think Luke's right. I think that it is just a... Uh, I'm not going anywhere, or Jim, whoever said it, that I'm not going anywhere until the value has increased in this football club. And actually, yeah. it was a really sort of sad and almost sinister thing to say for, for the fans to hear. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, we'll take it. <laughs> like, we'll fucking take it. <laughs> we'll, it take more... it. we'll take the League Cup. We'll but... take the bloody into total. Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll just get it out of the cabinet. That'll yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> you should do <laughs> it as a bit shy. Go over to like uh, China or somewhere for a pre season tournament. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Two words for you. Yeah. Emirates Cup. There you go. <laughs> That's the one. Get yourselves into the Emirates Cup and and, uh, and then and then you're away. But it was um, a truly sweet and, and wonderful moment that warmed everyone's yeah. cockles and there's a lot of grown men having a bit of a tear in their eye. What, Mike Ashley's interview? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, when they stayed up. I mean, John Carver. You have to be pleased for Carver in a sense because that man... No. You've got to be pleased for all the Newcastle fans. <laughs> well, that, as in, that man, oh, goodness knows what he would have been doing on the Monday if they'd have got rid of The man is a belligerent idiot. I'm not going anywhere unless they tell me. <laughs> That's what he said. There's a guy, I couldn't tell who it was, whether he was a member of staff from the club or, or, or a fan of the club. He was getting um, filmed outside um, St. James's Park. And John Carver drove like into shot behind him and started going, like sort of waving in the background. Like, John, I know you've had a good afternoon today, but yeah. let me keep your fucking head down. You've had a fucking shit. Under normal Time. circumstances, I could have done a better job, but today makes up for everything. A normal circumstances, a normal circumstances that he's better at his job. Yeah. Oh, but it makes up for everything, Pete, does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah Come yeah, on, yeah. of course it does. Yeah. Um, it's been I'm, a triumph, hasn't it, really, when you look at it in that context. I'm sitting here feeling... He loves like, the club. Yeah, I'm sitting here like I'm feeling I've just won the cup. Ashley's going, no, John, doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Is, yeah. it, is it Martin Tyler? Tyler was commentating on the match. He's certainly a commentator. I can't remember who he was. I think it might have been Tyler. He did a lovely. I, at the time, I thought that's a bit mawkish, and I thought, no. Well, I think what did he actually right say? Right. Uh, for uh, a goal scored by you know a very fitting goal scorer, a man who knows everything about survival. Blah, oh blah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know yeah. it was it was a little bit mawkish, but on unres- you know when I was in the early hours of the morning, when I was a bit drunk. On <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Boo. Uh, big keggy geeks having a dig at Ashes. I saw this. It's brilliant. <laughs> it was really good as well. Wait, how riled Everyone's up? Letting loose. To, does Keegan have to get? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that good. It was quite confusing what he said. Of it's course, al- it was. It's al- Keegan having a pop at someone. It's almost as if Mike Ashley has said, "What is the worst I can do?" Yeah, I will <laughs> love it if he sells. I will love it. But then he also said. Um, <laughs> It's not difficult to work out unless you come from another planet, and I think Mike Ashley runs the club from another planet. 
That's the key to know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like a little boy. Yeah. He said something good, and then, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said that. But yes, Newcastle, well. they've survived, Peter. My goodness. But Hull City haven't. No. They didn't, as a result, no. of course. They failed to beat Put in a fairly United. decent uh, performance compared to a lot of Steve Bruce's performance against that. Um, I, think, I think that might yeah. be Steve Bruce's first point against Man United as a manager. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think twenty-one games, he's lost seventeen against them. Oh, okay, it's definitely their f- Hull's first point against Man United. Hull have never Isn't won a game. Premier, Premier League game in May, I think. Was no, the they haven't. Yeah, they haven't yeah. It was one of the sadder belly rubs. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's quite a good stat. Um, I read about Newcastle. Sorry to move back a little bit it's in right. time. Uh, you, you, Newcastle. You, that's the first. Taken a lot of treatment all season. Pete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right? <laughs> I'm going to be glad of this summer. Um, uh, it was the first time since May 2014 that Newcastle had beaten a team by more than one goal at home. Wow. Bloody which is which, astounding. Which that's Pardew's record, doesn't well, you fuckers? <laughs> well, right? Three points is three points. Yeah. <laughs> Pardew's a top ten manager. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting your petty squabbles down the green, <laughs> down the cheap seats. <laughs> yeah. They beat uh, the the champions by more than uh, more than one goal, didn't mm, they? They did. Was it three? Oh no, it was just two one against Man City. Mm. Sorry, forgive me. Uh, yes, yeah, Hull. Yeah, they they failed. Oh, Hull. It was the, uh, like, it was that game against Burnley, wasn't it? Really? Well, mm. the funny thing is about that is that, that game against Burnley. If Hull had won that, it's a reasonable chance Aston Villa would have been relegated. Yeah, mm. that game against Burnley is, is being is being that night in this. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd sneak that one in. Yeah. Yeah. It's been flagged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Citation needed, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Thought I'd sneak that one through. Yeah. I mean, they finished 17th, Luke. It's a strong season for Sherwood, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That match against Burnley's becoming the new um, That Night in Istanbul. It's yeah. been said a lot on this podcast. True. Hull's, Hull are going to look back at that and go, yeah. Well, I mean, if you lose at home to Burnley, I mean, the problem with Hull is they just couldn't score goals. I mean, they had a couple yeah. of decent results a few weeks ago, but I mean, they, no they got some bad injuries as well, which they were unlucky with, but also some of their, they spent a fair bit of money and some of those players just didn't perform, like Hernandez. He just, yeah. just wasn't up to it. I mean, and I for his, one, his punch on Phil Jones was quite something. Yeah, it was. That's not the sort of performance <laughs> we're after, really, is it? Is Hernandez not an absolute shoo-in for the sort of striker that would fail to settle in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got a gamble with you, that sort of club on strikers, but I mean, yeah. that was re- never really going mm. to work, Well, they're so, they're so bad at scoring goals. When they did score a couple, they were disallowed. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, they were both, you know, disallowable. Yeah. It was so annoying. The, 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 okay, it was disallowed ultimately. But Jamie Redknapp said before the game about Victor Valdez, you know, I put some crosses in there. You know, test him. He, he, he won't be used to the Premier League and all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking that man won three Champions yeah. Leagues. He's, he, yeah, he'll he's, he, dealt, with, dealt with a sideways football before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then, and then of course, gave an impression of a man who had never seen. Yeah, a exactly. Before. I yeah. thought bloody yeah. Redknapp. He's uh, yeah. he's done me there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think actually to be fair um, Hull uh, that moment aside and you know it proved to be irrelevant anyway because it was offside um, they were quite unlucky to come up against a goalkeeper who had a lot to prove because mm. he was outstanding yeah, otherwise, he, did, he, did, he, he made, made some really good saves I mean of course ultimately it was futile but still yeah indeed what about Leicester they finished the season with a plum yeah, yeah, they they just embarrassed themselves playing not football <laughs> no. it, just not bothered yeah Alex Rams is thinking I've got my contract yeah it would have been worse had they not <laughs> turned up and got the 3-0 defeat yeah <laughs> a couple of big scores this weekend <laughs> yeah no it's <laughs> great one of the weird things about basically everything apart from one game being settled is that there is that sort of like last day of school feel where everyone's just you know mm. some people can't be bothered others really can be bothered and then QPR end up getting spanked 5-1 because of it but the thing is <laughs> you owe it to the travelling support yeah alone and your own dignity that's yeah. right I mean look at Burnley good win yeah. away against Aston Villa of course but um, yeah I mean the only consolation coming out of the uh, the Queen's Park Rangers camp is that Austin obviously got an England call up yeah well 
Yeah, he's he going to get a call up from leaves. another club as well. <laughs> he, he won't be playing for them again. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And no Vardy sure. as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's brilliant for Jamie Vardy. Both of, both them, of them, non-leaguers. Yeah, not I read a fantastic either. stat um, that I think was definitely true going into this game. I'm not sure if it still is. That Vardy had the joint amount of oh Jesus cheeses. I'm, I'm going to have to. Yeah, had the joint amount, most amount of cheeses. <laughs> yeah, on his on his Boxing Day spread. Presumably yeah, for his family. Okay. Red Leicester would nice. be up there. Yeah, I can't remember the stats. I'm all wrong. Something about chances created or assists and the the only assists. Yeah, it's not as rude as Yeah, something like the joint most amount of something good with Aiden Hazard, and it surprised me. Created chances. Please move on. Yeah. Tom Heaton got a call up as well for Burnley. You're following this in, Luke. You're on the beach, mate. I heard this good stat. He's doing a QPR. Tom Heaton, he does really good stuff as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's brilliant and beautiful stuff. He's, he's got the most numbers in his statistics. <laughs> there, there we are. Uh, Danny Ings laughed when the interview asked him. Yeah, he did. I personally found that very disrespectful. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was a bit of a cheeky one. There. But he did. He was looking off camera at someone else, wasn't he? So there might yeah. be more to that. Still disrespectful. Well, yeah. What was he like? What was, was he laughing? So and ha no fucking well, dice, the, the, inter- the, the interviewer said, "Oh, it's, <laughs> no dice." Is, is that your last? Is that when you were waving at the end of the game? Was that a farewell? to mm. the fans and you'd, oh, what I expected him to say was oh well who knows we'll see what happens in the summer um, uh, but I've had a great season and I've enjoyed yeah. it blah blah but he actually just started laughing and went yeah. oh well I think, uh, uh, I think everyone knows I'm going everyone I didn't knows I'm a contract <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't quite see you later champs so, when, so yeah so when you talk about relegated Burnley in quotes can you leave me out of it because technically <laughs> speaking I will not be there anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah but is that not a bit of refreshing <laughs> honesty oh, well, yeah it was way. disrespectful. If I was it a Burnley fan, I would have found it disrespectful, Jim? but I enjoyed it, yeah. I, I found it refreshingly honest because I have no connection with Burnley at all, <laughs> but I totally see what Luke's saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, think I would also be pissed off if I was a Burnley fan um, for loads of reasons, uh, that being one of them. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, suddenly lost uh, 3-1 away to Chelsea. Drogba being carried off after 27 minutes yeah, by yeah. everybody. That Again, that's that last day of school thing, isn't Did it? Didn't if if, if Sunderland were still battling for, uh, for relegation, they wouldn't have done that. Let's, yeah. have, let's have a game. What, what, let's, what, what's, let's play. Let's just play the game. What's the thir- what's the th- what was the thirty minute about? I don't why know. Was, why the thirtieth minute? Was he injured? Because he not play? I'm confused. Yeah, I was a bit. It's good job they won the game. Yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. It was just a strange one. Well, they were one 0 down at the time, weren't they? And they, they still didn't seem to care. Right. Yeah, okay. They conceded, they, they conceded first. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I thought at least half time or just before half time or yeah. second half. I don't know. Well, that's what they did. I hope their celebratory bus broke down. Thank mm. you. Oh yeah, big celebrations in London, but that's mm. uh, that's what happens when you win the league. Uh, <laughs> Stoke City. Oh, wow! Bloody hellfire! Gerard scored on his farewell. Um, um, but that's all that happened, wasn't d- it? Guys, did you see that goal? Which yeah. Did you one? see what happened to the defenders behind him? Yeah, we pulled up. The defender pulled up, didn't he? Defender just stopped. Now, no. now, I think, I think he was massively. Injured. It was Mark Maniato. I think he had a hamstring. Really. I'm Did he go off? Th- I'm, j- I'm, uh, I'm not having that. That was dis- that's disrespectful there. Gerard, he still took it, I know, but do you, um, he just stopped. Do you think there might be some betting markets going, <laughs> going <laughs> frenzied right now? No, I, it's, um, I'm, no, it's nothing more than just um, paying respect to a departing, you know, the cricketer departing from the, from the crease. He's not you know. <laughs> um, with, with Gerard scoring in that sort of scoreline, in that sort of circumstance, um, is that more... Or less embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's more. Embarrassing. He, looked, he looked quite awkward when he scored. Yeah. Did he not point to the ball as if to say, "Come on, yeah, it's five-one now." It's Istanbul all over yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you guys, my thoughts are, are well known on this matter, but, but I'll reiterate them. Um, <laughs> Liverpool essentially 
I wouldn't say they sabotaged their own season because they started poorly. Mm. And of course, it's probably a bit of an, overest- uh, an overstatement to say that based on one player. But this stat is interesting. And bear in mind that I've, been, I've, I'm, I've held the opinion that they've been too obsessed with Gerard in his last season for far too long, as you know. Mm-hmm. This stat is interesting. Since January the 1st, the Liverpool's win percentage with Steven Gerrard and the team is 33.3%, five games out of 15. Without him, it's 60%, nine games out of 14. So Liverpool are a better side in the second half of the season without Steven Gerrard. Mm. And the crucial games they've, um, they've fell, fell short on, the league games when they're in their quest for fourth place, and of course the semi-final... Um, of the FA Cup he's not performed he's not been good enough no. but they've been wedded to this idea that they've had to play him well because services legacy the, yeah well the the thing with Gerard though is, is he's made his name on pulling it out of the bag hasn't he at really really big moments and they've been expecting that and now naturally because he's, he's getting older and you know he's, he's not as quick as he was and generally he's not the player he used to be that just hasn't happened and they've been you know yeah, he's he got the winner against QPR that, of course it is yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that uh, I, I think you're right you're absolutely right but I think that's why that has happened there's maybe been some blinkering going on at Liverpool but it's not just Gerrard as well like the Mignolet for that second goal I don't know he, he seemed to escape criticism for that he had properly properly flapped at it and it really came from distance and it, it was a good as well hit, for though. the yeah, but still he, he wasn't he I mean, wasn't brilliant for the first either. He no. parried it. it. It wasn't a firm parry either. No, and then um, the mix up with, with Chan as well. well I, I think, I think you're you looking think... at the one game. I think what Luke's saying is a uh, no, but I, I, I think these these incidents are symptomatic of, of the problems they've had. Chan's had a good season, but you know otherwise the signings they've brought in. But, but no but, one's really set the world alight. I'm sure we're going to go and talk on about Rogers in a second about his job and that sort of stuff. Do you think that? there's enough around the politics at Liverpool to feel a little bit sorry for Rodgers because having said what I've just said mm. if he did drop Gerard not playing for the whole second half of the season he'd be criticised heavily of course for that, yeah but he? the thing is it's not just that is it it's Los Suarez as we've heard about so many times from the club which is they've, I mean they've been talking about last season up to right at the end of this season which is mm. not healthy they've not had Sturridge as we've been, been all over there's the Raheem Sterling saga there's, there's Gerrard's saga as well with him mm. leaving it's, it's been an absolute soap opera for, for Rodgers to deal with so as, as well as you know um, things being difficult on the pitch there's been so many other things to deal with and it's just it's been an absolute nightmare for him do you, think, are you, do you think Rodgers should have another year? Um, it's, it's tough to say isn't it? I mean I, th- I think he should. Like I think, I think it would be year, silly to get, get rid the, of him. The thing is that he spent a lot of money, very, yeah. very badly. So the yeah, would you give him more? Like, he was also very then. smug around spending all that money. Then comp- when someone compared it to when Spurs sold Bale, yeah. mm. he was like, "Oh no, come on." We've, we've thought about this a lot more deeply and they ended up finished lower, lower than Spurs which mm, is a yeah. little bit of a I still think I still think if they if they got rid of him now I... well I, I mean I would defend him as far as it, the options he had around this Gerard saga are play him which he's done and it's mm-hmm. not worked not play him which he's got a lot of criticism or essentially played him a bit and said he's not good enough we can't play him and he got criticism for that as well mm. but it's interesting in how I mean, if you bring him on as a sub like against Manchester United that doesn't end very well <laughs> no exactly yeah. he got, so, but if, you, if, you, if you listen to what John Terry said after they um, finished the last game of the season he was interviewed by Gary Neville on the pitch but, uh, for mm. Sky Sports and John Terry actually said at the beginning of the season um, Mourinho sort of called him over and said if you train well and you play well I'll pick you other than that there's nothing more to say. You know, mm-hmm. you have you have mm-hmm. to train well, you have to perform, and I'll pick yeah. you. I wonder if Rogers had the wherewithal and the political clout to be able to say that to Gerard. Yeah, 
I wonder. I just wonder about that. Yeah, well, well right. they've moved him on. So I mean, you know, he, Gerard probably would have wanted to stay it's for another season. Absolutely the right time for Gerard to go, isn't it? They the Liverpool. Well, he didn't cover. He didn't cover himself in glory the last few matches Possib- of the season. Possibly so maybe, a year too well, he late. He did score though, possibly in a, in a few of them. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, but let's not forget Stoke in all this. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Wonderful season under old Marky Hughes. Mm. Some lovely goals they, they scored. Yeah. They're, they're, that was their biggest ever Premier League win. Yeah, and Liverpool's what a worse. finish! And also, I think I think this is right. I heard, just going back to Rogers briefly because this stat is interesting. I think he's the first manager to get to three seasons um, and not win a trophy in charge of Liverpool since the fifties. That's right. Yeah, that is correct. Absolutely huge. Stoke finished ninth with with fifty four points. And Peter Crouch with his forty sixth Premier League header, equaling Alan Shearer's record for headed yeah. goals in the Premier League. Didn't he? Didn't he surpass it? I think I he surpassed he it. Oh, did he surpass yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the thing yeah. that the thing that Hughes deserves credit for is <clears throat> not only bringing in Bojan or Bojan. What do we call him now? Bojan. Yeah, it's Boyan it is what he's called, isn't he? I always right. thought it was Bojan. It's like when Genus Kerchich. It's, it's like when Kerchich. It's like when Genus ch- changed to genus, genus yeah. yeah, without telling anyone. Um, Andrew Cole, uh, yeah, uh, Lampard Junior. But, <laughs> yeah, um, he, he, yeah. he brought him in for. Did he bring him in for eight hundred thousand pounds? Which, which is a brilliant bit of business. Yeah. And then not only was he good, that then he became injured and was out for the season, and they still managed to swallow yeah, that yeah, and do yeah. well without him. And I think Hughes deserves the maximum amount of credit for that. Uh, with the exception of that dodgy time at QPR, which is, we all know is an absolute nightmare of a club. And Man City was difficult for him. For him, he's, he's done pretty well overall. He yes. is. No, he's a good I manager. Wonder, he's a very wonder, solid manager. Exactly. And I wonder if he's just coming into his own now as a manager. I wonder mm. if, if they'll they'll prove even further next season. The problem is for a club like Stoke, it's very hard to improve on that. True. Uh, Frank Lampard he uh, bowed out with a goal. And Man City beat Southampton 2-0. 2-0. Most goals by a midfielder in the Premier 177. Mm. I'm going to miss old Frankie. I am. Because I'd, I'd kind of thought to myself, yeah, G- Gerard is going. And, and obviously mm. we'll miss him as well. But Lampard, he was going, oh, and then he came but back I a little like, bit. What mm. I'm going to miss is him being at Man City. I think he should just do a tour of the Premier League. Because, <laughs> you know, he yeah. apparently doesn't have to play for New York City. That's all <laughs> yeah. very confusing. You've got a Dubai as well, isn't there? Another club that they sort of squiz around. Uh, they've got a, uh, in Australia, Australian Melbourne as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David, I think David Villa turned up there and just went there. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to see that 177 goals for a midfield player being beaten. Incredible. Mm. But I didn't think that the Alan Shearer 260 goals would be beaten, but really yeah. might do it. Or the Robbie Fowler um, speed of hat trick. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, well, these things crazy. are there to be shot at. But then could Harry Kane beat them? Um, the Alan Shearer record. I think, that, I think that's unlikely. I mean, mm. I don't want to take it. Listen, you framed it in a way that I'm going to have to criticise Harry Kane after the season <laughs> he's had, yeah. which I don't want to do. This could be a Steve Bruce 17 goals in a season kind of job. Is that right? I think so. I don't think he'll score that many, as many goals. Steve Bruce is a centre back, though. You Kane, yeah, yeah, no, no, but, yeah, but it was, it, that's what I mean. So it was a surprise. I, I think I think everyone was surprised by Harry Kane. I'm taking you on there without any knowledge, without any um, references in front of me. I'm sure that Steve Bruce got 19. That I, thought, I thought it was 19 as well. But I think, Pete, I think you're right. I don't think Kane will get this many goals. Again, um, oh, I don't know. I think it might be Heskey's. He Remember when Heskey scored dollars goes to Liverpool, and then he just you know it was a big old drop off from there. I th- he scores a, a lot of different types of goals as Kane. Yeah, no, I think, but we'll see. I agree with Marcus. It's two v two. Yeah, right. Well, so it's only doing? Harry Kane that can win this, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, no, if Harry Kane scores loads again, I will be right. And that is a victory. <laughs> Top scorer by March. Mm. Mm. Can, um, can anyone tr- really, truly bring themselves to care one iota about Everton nil Spurs 1, though? I can't. Spurs finished fifth and qualified for the Europa League again, mate. Yeah, great. Uh-huh. Good for they them. tried not to. <laughs> Clearly trying not to. Yeah, it's got one. to the point now of the Europa League. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure I read that St Johnston have qualified for the Europa League. <laughs> uh, no disrespect to them, but they are not a European powerhouse. Put, no. put it out of its misery. I, I think it's going to happen. Well, neither Dnipro in there in the final. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. But I, I think, and See, th- that's the good side of it, though, isn't it? It gives these, these teams a shot at something. Dinner Pro have done so well. <laughs> St. John's are not going to get the final. No, but Dinner Pro have done so well. They've had to play their home games in Kiev, 250 kilometres away from their home stadium because of the unrest in that country. Oh, right. So they've done wow. even better than people yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and, and also, the final, which is on Wednesday night, I think, is in Warsaw, one of the, um, one of the, um, the stadiums they used for Euro 2012. That's right. Which could be more of a home game for them than Sevilla. So you never know, they might do something in, in the final. They could even win it. Sevilla do love that competition, though. So yeah. if, if they win it, would they have won it four times in ten years? I'm not sure. They yeah. won it last time around, I think. That's incredible, isn't it? Basically, if they, get, if they win it, they're going to the Champions League, yeah. which is, again, detrimental to the Europa yeah. League, because they're one of the few good teams who take well, it Well, they might drop back into it. <laughs> yeah, possibly. They'll <laughs> <laughs> win it again. Nonsense of the like, Europa people, League. People asking managers... A fair question in, do you want Europa League football? Just shows how piss poor yeah. the organisation <laughs> yeah. around that tournament well, that, is. That said. And, and it wouldn't be a step backwards if they brought back the UEFA Cup and the Cup Winners' Cup, or at least one of those tournaments. I do remember um, a, f- a listener, I forget who, on, on our very own forum, saying when we were talking about this exact thing before, about how stupid it is that the, uh, the Champions League teams then drop into the Europa League uh, he was saying like that's actually brilliant for the smaller teams because they, they might get a Milan or, 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 or whoever that drops down and so a lot of the fans um, of the teams playing in the Europa League regularly do actually enjoy it I think maybe we have a slightly blinkered view and we, we think that everyone thinks it's terrible but maybe that isn't the case yeah. my, my prediction for the Europa League is that teams are now and you might see this start with Spurs next season perhaps uh, or maybe Liverpool teams are now going to just start sending they're just going to start registering a group of players for that tournament and mm. it's going to be mostly youth players. And, yeah. and they're well, going to have use done it. that in the past, isn't it? Harry Kane genuinely cut his teeth in the Europa League like long before well, he, this season. He, no, it was this season he was... He scored no, but like, even before that he was he was like their Europa League striker. And he used it as like a vehicle to force his way into their Premier League side, didn't he, basically yeah. this season. But, the, um, but my point is that essentially you're not... The reason it was set up clearly is because they can milk more money out of it. But if the big clubs are starting to essentially play reserve teams or youth teams in it mm. it's not going to have to draw anyway but it's, it's a detriment to their actual everyone's league game really because people don't want to you know find themselves in fifth or, fifth or sixth position mm. why don't they just make the Champions League twice as big <laughs> that would be the answer that would be the answer uh Crystal Palace they beat Swansea Pard's first words in his interview were first I'd like to congratulate Newcastle Pete Good. did you I appreciate agree. that. I think they should. Which essentially means he's congratulating himself because he won the <laughs> yeah. lion's share of the point. <laughs> I, I don't want anyone to forget that I've also <laughs> kept Newcastle in the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> and steered Palace to a top ten finish. Is Alan Pardew the first manager to make two teams safe from relegation in one season? I think so. How did he make it? I, I, I'm, come on now, do right. the sums. How many points did he get for Newcastle? Do in the, the sums. What? Would, so what? Do you, so so hang on. How sums. many? How many matches are in the Barclays Premier League? League? Thank you very much. Thirty-five. Right, so we got thirty-five <laughs> points for the yeah. Now I'm not suggesting that if John. What's Carver thirty-five made... points enough to stay up? Mm, nearly depends. <laughs> it could have been on goal difference. Yeah. Well, so, it doesn't so matter. Carver, Carver only got four points. And they're terrible right? goal difference. Pete, did Carver only get four points? Let me. Let me just. Let me just. Let me. No, cross, let he me... got. He got two wins and a draw. He got I two think, wins. Marcus. All right. Fair enough. I may be wrong. But I think the listeners want to hear me cross-examine Pete. <laughs> so, <laughs> he got 32 points. No, he got then. two draws, didn't he? Because he drew with Palace, and then you drew a game recently. I don't think he got two wins. No, he, did. he got what, two wins because he beat. None of this matters <laughs> because <laughs> Alan Pardew got 35 points for Newcastle this season. Is that right? Right, yeah. Well, we're not sure. Okay. Maybe... Okay, 30... Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. To, well, it doesn't matter. The details <laughs> at this point do not matter. <laughs> but I'm not saying that John Carver would have got no points if he managed for the whole season. Right. But you have to concede, you have to concede, <laughs> that if John Carver was managing for the whole season, Newcastle would have been relegated. Taxman. Yes. Yeah, well, but that's like saying by removing... A, a terrible manager. manager and putting nothing in... It's, it's a power vacuum in shoes and everyone goes mental. Yeah. What's your point? <laughs> What's your point? My point is Alan Pardew got the points to keep them in the Premier League. Uh, no, they didn't. No, he didn't. He got 35 points. So that's 32. not enough to keep us up. How many? 32. Is it? He got less than... He got than less than... Yeah, so, so he didn't. Yes, but Pete, he didn't have 38 games, did he? No, exactly. Yeah, he didn't have all... He didn't so have... what? The so, last, last season, we didn't get any points in fucking uh, May or April, as I recall. that season? <laughs> Very closely. <laughs> that's we, not why I asked. We, we, uh, we ended, my question wasn't we how ended, close we ended, we, ended a league, we ended a league place higher this time round than we did two seasons ago. Thanks to Alan Pardew's points. <laughs> Ah, Arsenal, we seem to yeah. go. <laughs> Arsenal beat West Brom 4-1, didn't they? I just think I'm correct. So, <laughs> And I'm not usually I, correct. I, so. Can, I, can, I, you can I just agree with Pete on one thing? Go um, on. I definitely believe that he thinks he's correct. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, Wenger got all of Arsenal's points this season. Big Wenger and the Gun Guns. Them, Super Big Theo. Big yeah, the Super o. Theo with, the, with a hat-trick. Yeah. Can, can I use a tabloid... Uh, cliche just for fun and say he's genuinely given Arsene Wenger an FA Cup selection headache mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, no, it was a fantastic performance what from a Walcott. first and goal what a finish from uh, from Wilshire as well that was a great goal that yeah. was, was that voted goal of the season it I was say. Um, but that, because they put it to Twitter silly. and Arsenal have a huge support <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. and also it just happened and people yeah. are much better at remembering things that have just happened <laughs> yeah um, but yeah Walcott's first goal was an absolutely fantastic finish I mean you we were talking on, uh, talking on the show the other week like we haven't seen the true Walcott since he's, he's come back from his injury and those sort of finishes and that kind of game is exactly that and personally I would like to see Walcott start the FA Cup because Giroud he hasn't scored in ages and um, yeah um, playing both or, yeah. <laughs> I mean for me Giroud's actually really effective off the bench anyway so that might be a sort of ace up our sleeves I would agree with that and I think that in an FA Cup <clears throat> you look at the defenders that um, Villa have got especially in, in centre back and you think what does Walcott bring he brings 
a blistering pace and mm. it's not even mm. uh, it's not even the fact that he may hammer them with pace it's the fact that they know he might do that yeah. mm. and, that, and that opens up a lot of space for, for they can't play a high line then. no exactly but it opens up a lot of space of course and it opens up a lot of space for all those little creative midfield players mm. I think Walcott is, if he's fit and he's confident which he will be I think he has to play and I think I would bring Giroud on with half hour left if it, was, yeah. if it wasn't going that Absolutely. well Absolutely, I mm. think uh, that, that makes sense and maybe even if it is going well because Giroud's um, you know he's defensively he's, he's very good he holds the ball up very very well um, but yeah I, I was a bit worried about Arsenal's form going into the, the FA Cup final but that was exactly the sort of game we needed to just oh, Villa's form's been absolutely woeful yeah it has <laughs> it really, really has yeah, yeah. So as, soon as, they, as soon as they were safe just down the pub on it I read, I read um, down the pub lads I read a, something Job done. today that, <laughs> oh um, yay <laughs> you're right, mate Sorry, um, I read. I read earlier today that um, Tim Sherwood was playing um, the goalkeeper. Is it named Jed Steer? Mm-hmm. It's definitely Steer. His his, his, his surname at because, darts because he wanted to look in the he, pub because he wanted to look at him ahead of the FA Cup final in case he needed to use him because mm. I think they might have injury problems with their goalkeepers and and then everyone pointed out that Steer is actually cup tied for the cup anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh me. Timothy! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do keep knocking. Tim Sherwood but if Villa beat us in the FA Cup final for that reason my life on Twitter will become hell won't it so I should probably well, it's too late for that, doing that yeah. at Pete Donaldson <laughs> <laughs> uh, now then what about uh, West Brom manager Tony Pulis he's a part of a team that has embarked on a charity six day non-stop row from London to Paris I read that first wow. as a row and I thought yeah that's more <laughs> like it <laughs> yeah. 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 his way down the, uh, <laughs> down the uh, A3 whatever it is <laughs> It's a 450-mile journey described as the Everest of open water rowing, and less than 100 people have completed it. Good to see. Pulis never stops. Mm, no. I have no doubt in my mind that Pulis is going to complete that. Yeah. No, easy. Yeah. It's just like, he just wants to hit something massive, like the sea, <laughs> yeah. for ages. He's gonna, he wants to headbutt the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Smack think it, the sea with a couple of trees. Yeah. What's, you, the, what's the thing that's the most on this uh, planet? <laughs> I want to hit it. Yeah. Hey, there's you know, <laughs> no resistance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. King Canute. Um, yeah. You'd imagine though, if you saw Pulis on holiday, like if he was on the beach or something, he'd be sitting there hating it. Just the inactivity until, of it. Until he spots that there's a uh, one of those um, uh, boxing uh, glove uh, amusements. At the oh yeah, 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 smashing hell out of that. Either that, or he would like dig a massive hole in the sand and then just chuck kids in it. <laughs> <laughs> Good trap. Mm. Now then, the championship playoff final oh. happened. You were there. Pete and I were there. We got uh, we got tickets at the final at the, the witching hour. Yeah, I tried Pete. the whole week to try and get tickets, and uh, and then Marcus come up. Trumps. Pete, were, were you Are you looking there? for a new northeastern team that you? Uh, were you in with the Middlesbrough fans with your northeast brethren? We were. We were in, well, it was nice to because I'm usually watch, when I'm watching Newcastle, it's usually um, in with the home fans and um, you know at away matches. So here in London, so it was just nice to um, air my um, non Geordie Teesside accent, and nobody really batted an eyelid. It's, mm. it's confusing to me because you've got some fairly robust views about the people <clears throat> in Middlesbrough normally. So I, I mm. can't believe you want to stand there with. I don't, I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think I have. I think you're thinking of Sunderland. I think you're thinking of Sunderland, Middlesbrough, which is a genuine shithole. <laughs> okay, I'll stand. Corrected. And the people of Sunderland will agree with me on that one I think <laughs> but the people of Southern yeah. are lovely Hartlepool's worse is it so it's fine I like the Smoggies I like the Smoggies they're a good bunch of Middlesbrough yeah, they, seemed, they, they, they seemed alright on the day as well uh, Marcus I mean before the, I mean it was before the whistle went off you um, oh. indulged on what can only be described <laughs> dearie me indulging in what can only be described as, as, as a piss joust <laughs> What? Marcus, I, I mean, about this. so excited that you were about my, you know, <laughs> revelation of, of a piss joust, you couldn't wait to get in a cubicle with a man doing a piss joust. Who was the man? Marcus, so, tell us everything. S- sadly, this is um, 
this is all true. So, set, uh, set the scene. Set the scene. We're at Wembley. We're at Wembley. We're in. In the in the cheap seats. We're in. We're going in. We're going to behind to, enemy lines. We made yeah. it in. <laughs> you're, not, you're not used to it because you're in the cheap seats. You don't know where to go. I yeah. can't believe it. No. At half time, I thought, well, is someone going to bring my dinner to me? <laughs> um, uh, so, so there's two no, kinds of to- there's two kinds of toilets. There's a big old queue for the urinal toilets. Yes. And then there's another block of toilets that is just cubicles. <laughs> and so Pete I, and I, for some reason, were talking about. Your teeth. I was saying, yeah, the people in the North East have strong teeth because there's a lot of food right in the water. Oh, is that and right? This, okay. And this bloke turned around and went, have you got good teeth, like? And yeah. I went, yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> and then he proceeded I've to never, tell us his I've never dental a, history. Yeah, I'm not, I said, though. I've never had a filling. And he goes, oh, I've got a bridge here and I can't, I can't abide bad teeth, mate. And he's like really annoyed about, his, about <laughs> the possibility. In a really friendly manner. Yeah, he I was really that. lovely. He was really nice. Um, anyway, so big Pete, ginger block. Pete went, off, Pete went off into his cubicle. Mm. I waited like a civilised member of society, and this man went into a cubicle, which was a slightly bigger one, and started beckoning me to come in and join him pissing in this bowl. And I was a bit like, nah, you're all right, man, I'll just wait a minute. He's like, no, nah, come on, come on. He was really keen for me to get in there. Yeah. Very, very seldom in my life have I ever given into peer pressure. Mm. That was one of those so, moments. So basically, out of, out of your own politeness, <laughs> out of your own crippling Britishness, you just had a piss joust. So you shared, a, to- you shared a toilet, toilet bowl in not a large cubicle, as yeah. I recall. Well, no, when, he said, when he said peer pressure, did you say pee pressure? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so, this, so, so, you know, there he was. We were both um, weeing Jousting. into the same bowl. And, uh, it, and the conversations you have as an Englishman, you always have to comment on what's going on. Oh, that's big. <laughs> so that's, that's getting bigger. So oh, I genuinely, that's coming towards me. <laughs> <laughs> so I genuinely sort of went, uh, well, you've been storing that up, haven't you? <laughs> Don't comment on the vo- Do not comment <laughs> inappropriate that on the, the volume of a man's bladder. Yeah. Don't do it. And then we decided to discuss the volume of, of urine coming out of, of the man's uh, knob. You're a savant. You know? Game was good, wasn't it? That's yeah. it. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm in the cheap seats. Mm. I just don't know how to act. No. Yeah, so I went back, told Pete this, and Pete went, you've actually been pissed jousting, haven't you? And I thought, the shame of it. Terrible. Mm. Kind of liked it, though, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved if, if, if you can. If you said to me... You two went to the, f- the football, <laughs> and one of and you, one of you ended up in a cubicle. Yeah, I would have probably put my entire mortgage yeah. on it being uh, absolutely yeah. right as Pete Donaldson. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have even considered that it could have been Marcus. Keep them guessing, ladies and gentlemen. Always keep them guessing. Now, uh, yes, it wasn't a great game. Oh well, unless you're a Norwich well, City fan. It was fan. a great opening fifteen minutes if you're a Norwich fan. It was th- those two goals. I mean, after the first goal, Middlesbrough fans were superb, as were the Norwich fans. But Middlesbrough fans, particularly beforehand, very vocal, enormous support, very very loud that first goal went in and they they did not recover well, they had the, no- the, the stuffing knocked out of them they really certainly did, by the, the second and it? it was just it was just oh, the man. level of def- I can't imagine how Jonathan Woodgate felt like mm. he's a proper defender <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> but I'll just have a sit down on the floor for a bit <laughs> but they've been good at the back this mm. season Middlesbrough you know Ayala's had a good season there yeah. but, the, but the mistake well, ex, ex uh, Norwich of course well. yeah mm-hmm. but the mistake you know Jerome nipped in and then it was kind of Jerome just sort of went towards the goal yeah, and well, towards the goal and he, he thought well, he was clearly looking for an option yeah. wasn't he but no one closed him down he's like you know what I might as well just shoot it <laughs> I might as well just put it in the near post that the keeper's left open for me it's like when you fluke it on FIFA yeah but they were, they were so gutted and even the fans were when the goal went in, you'd expected um, the fans to, to have a big old roar. 
But they were really quiet, and I think the Middlesbrough fans looked round because I think that's the fifth time that they've been to Wembley, and the fifth time they've lost. Mm. And there was maybe an air of, oh crap, Not here again. we go. Yeah. And when the second one went in, they tried to raise it, but it was just too late. I think the second half was more even, wasn't it? But Middlesbrough didn't, but they didn't really create anything. I mean, they had a, Vossen had a wonderful effort off the bar yeah, after yeah. Norwich had just hit the Amazing bar. technique. But it was. That volley with. But it, I, I think. I think, you know, a, a number of those Middlesbrough fans, you could hear them at the end just sort of think, we didn't turn up. Yeah. You know, but, uh, it, but it, I mean, I mean, you can't. I mean, you cannot blame. Like, I think one of the players when he came, or didn't recover. The, whatever. You... I mean, the, the, came to the Borough fans and, and kind of try to lift them a bit. It's just like it, this really isn't our fucking responsibility mm. in this crowd. Like to to sort out your lack of movement. The rid, how rigid. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the the, the centre was. If you need the crowd to get you out for a playoff final, then you yeah. you're in real trouble. I mean, it was just like it was. It was a joke. I, 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 I just, I've never seen a, a team turn up. Maybe apart from Newcastle's FA Cup exploits, but um, <laughs> just turn up and just not put in any kind of performance or even look interested in, yeah. and, and not even look for each other. Like. Like if someone have a ball, have the ball, and they would just stand there. There was, was no movement. They would. I tell you what, Norwich would. They had a lovely time. Mm. Two quick sucker punches, then yeah. just knocked it around, and essentially took it fairly easy, considering how mm. furious sometimes those playoff finals are. Yeah, and and the Norwich fans sense this. Way, yeah, yeah, but but there was a real sense of it, and I and I felt so sorry for those Middlesbrough fans, you know, travelling down in their in their hordes, and I don't think it was a. La- there was talk of that Middlesbrough's preparation wasn't that great. They had yeah. some problems getting to the stadium, well, they, and that's right. Could have affected them a little bit, I mm. suppose. But, but again, on a playoff final day, you've got to put all of that stuff out of your well, head. Especially as Middlesbrough should be taking confidence from the fact that they beat Norwich twice in the league yeah. proper. I mean, they beat a 4-0 and 1-0. I mean, and both of those. I mean, even the 1-0, from what I remember, they controlled the game. So mm. they should have confidence from that. I think what we talk, I think we were talking when we were in the uh, city myself, like Marcus said, you know, you almost think that because they've beat, been beaten a couple of times Norwich, mm. um, they've had to change their game plan. And Middlesbrough just thought, oh, well, you know, business as usual, lads, <laughs> just kind of just do what we did last time. And mm. they mm. just they packed the midfield and they looked like they had a lot more width in Middlesbrough and, yeah. and, and, but just the, the general level of um, not sure like not working for each other no like, just didn't have any no just didn't ideas. have any sort of protection and, and you know the, the, a couple of times when it actually came off in Middlesbrough was when they lumped a, a, a ball forward high that the defenders could only head a, into the centre circle if that just simply because the, the, the mm. it's a big old pitch at Wembley yeah. and, you know you, you can kind of pick the ball up and, and, have, and have a bit of an attack but it was just it was a shoddy performance really mm. but Norwich it? were very professional yeah. mm. I, th- I think of the four teams in the playoffs Norwich were the best so I'm not surprised that they, that they won it I think Middlesbrough as well have also they've had a couple of moments this season where you know they narrowly missed out on auto- automatic promotion they had time, chances where they could have gone top and they didn't quite take them earlier in the season I think this has been symptomatic of their season mm. they've been nearly men and they're just going to have to just dust themselves off and just try and win that league outright next season but what about Alex Neal yeah 33 years old he I'm, came in I'm 17 like <laughs> under a month that's ridiculous. <laughs> One seventeen was twenty five games in charge. He's been one of the managers of the season, surely. I mean, of course, absolutely incredible impact. We he's talk had about there. Eddie Howe. He's much younger than Eddie Howe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Four years younger than Howe. They, they, not. I mean, Norwich. They, they, they've been brilliant since he he took charge there, and they were good. They took their two chances, bang bang, and then thought, right, control it here. Yeah. And they were they, they they were absolutely brilliant. And old Dealey is back in the Premier. Oh, well, speaking of age, seventy four. She shares a birthday with me. Oh, really? enough. Okay. Um, also, Jason McAteer and Paul McCartney. Happy with that. <laughs> Some, that's some dinner party, that. I mean, you've got Dealer cooking. You've got Paul McCartney, doing, <laughs> McCartney doing the, uh, doing the um, music. Yeah, and Jason McAteer <laughs> providing the comic relief. Stick to the Beatles stuff, Paul. Um. Uh, and... Uh, 
and uh, Jim Jim Campbell maybe doing a bit of a stand up set. Um, yeah, Craig yeah. Bellamy for a me. A drop off in quality, but it's, yeah, you still got a thing. <laughs> Craig Bellamy for me. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it weird that like a Fine TV conversation? A TV chef is like a majority shareholder at a Premier League club. Has been for ages. Yeah, but they've got quite a nice lineup of celebrity fans. In Norwich. You've got Big Stephen Fry, of course. Yeah, mm. he's, yeah. There, he's there all the time as well. He's needs a proper fan. The, the fellow Simon is it Simon Thomas, the guy who presents on Sky Sports. He's a Norwich fan. Okay. Um, and who else? Someone quite famous. Alan Partridge. Um, no, Hugh Jackman is a Norwich Hugh fan. Jackman. Oh, yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wow. that's right. I think his mother's from Norwich originally, or something like that. Nice. Cool. Um, so yeah, well, well, well done to the Canaries. Uh, yeah. And elsewhere in the Championship, Steve McLaren's been sacked. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably fair, isn't it? I think only won two of the last thirteen matches. I, he, he would be gutted because he's yeah. His reputation is, is taking such a blow there, isn't mm. it? He worked so hard to build it back up. Yeah. Again. I think his stock is still higher than it has been. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, Newcastle wanted. He's fallen short in very, very unlucky circumstances last year. Mm-hmm. And okay, they've 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 fallen short again this year. So on balance, you could say it's fair that he's been relieved of his duties. But mm. that Chris Martin problem was the big problem for them. They didn't they, they couldn't replace him. They couldn't they couldn't find a way to fill that gap when he missed those games. And that's essentially, essentially what cost them. There's no excuse though. For them to finish outside the top six this season that was that was probably a failure too far yeah i i feel i do feel sorry for mclaren because he's he he sounded absolutely gutted should have turned down that newcastle job should he it'll still be there yeah um well that's they sort of uh it sounds like they'd annoyed newcastle by turning it down like how many matches three matches before the end of the season it's like why would you do that you, you have to pay a lot of compensation it just seems really weird yeah <laughs> yeah i i think i think with with mclaren he was building up from the youth and all that kind of stuff and the players were clearly investing in his ideas but then that collapse at the end of the season has mm. cost him it's as simple as that mm. and you're right Jim where, you know, where does he go now I think his stock as Luke says is probably high enough to get him a decent job but yeah I feel, feel a bit sorry for old uh, McClazza but there we are he's, he's another one that's uh, fallen away um, League One playoff final blimey Mm. Preston North End, yeah, Jermaine back in Beckford. the back in the the championship with, with Summer Plom. Beckford's had a great time, hasn't he? Yeah. Let, let's just uh, reiterate this because we said this on uh, on the live show on on, on Friday. He um, he's not having his his contract with Bolton uh, extended because he's out on loan at Preston at the moment. Yeah. But thirty uh, six year old Ardiga Johnson and thirty seven year old Emil Heskey have had their contracts extended. <laughs> <laughs> if I was if I was Beckford, I'd try and force a move through to Preston now permanently. Well, definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's a hero forever now at only, Preston. Only so. the third player to score a hat-trick in a playoff mm. final at Wembley, along with Scott Clive Sinclair. Mendonca? Devastating. A big well. Clive. Big Clivey, and yes. Scott Sinclair is the other one, isn't he? That's right. Um, Swindon, though, they, it was just all I bad should, I them. should say yeah. that Beckford's goal-scoring record for Bolton yeah. hasn't been that good. No, that's fair enough. He's got more goals for Preston in like half a season on loan than he has yeah. the whole time at Bolton. Mm. I think. He's getting a bit older, isn't he? So maybe that that, that is his level. We'll Do you remember when he got that move to Everton? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work for a out. bit. Yeah, it didn't work out. Swind- it all just went wrong for Swindon, didn't it? I mean, they went 1-0 down early on and Nathan Thompson their captain was injured early on mm. uh, and said it was 2-0 and boof that was that was the have, been, have been a better side to Swindon this season though mm. Mm. but what about the League 2 playoff final yeah that, that was an early injury that, that was, was the, early, oh. the earliest injury I've ever seen Last. the earliest injury I've ever seen <laughs> such a shame really um, for... our injuries getting earlier <laughs> yeah Saunders yeah taking off five seconds I was. Um, did he? Did he get he, the kick off? Played the ball to him. He knocked it, and that was the injury. Yeah, Gareth, I think, uh, he, just, uh, I think uh, he just turned off. Oh, no, he, he got caught. I think in the calf. So right. guy uh, took the kick off, and the, and the uh, opposing player closed him down. Clock, and I think he got caught in the calf, or he strained the calf. Mm. But um, I was just trying to think: has there ever been two more embarrassing dads on the, t- <laughs> the touchline than Phil Brown and Gareth Ainsworth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. During the penalties, they uh, yeah. they I'm still, still next to each other. Band. Should we start a covers band? 
Angel's in a band, isn't he? Is he? Is he? Angel's in a band, like quite famously, he plays guitar and sings in a band. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, he like, they were, the like, they were yeah. like proper hugging and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, not having that. Well, yeah, then Two lads kissing and cuddling, not having that. <laughs> <laughs> Vote you, Kip. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, Pete. Ainsworth, uh, Ainsworth said the, the immortal line, oh, penalties are just a lottery anyway. Yeah. That's why you lost. <laughs> just uh, whenever, yeah. Wh- that's that's a bit like saying, you know, if the ball drops to a striker twelve yards out of goal, and he's got a free shot on on target. Well, it's just a lottery. Yeah, I mean yeah. that striker can't influence that situation in any way. <laughs> no. Just take what's coming to you. You got no control over it. <laughs> Might as well just toss a coin. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, be better. It'd be more fair. Let's just do that at the start of every game. Yeah, you know? it was it was sickening the way that Wickham sort of went out because because yeah. obviously thirty Wickening. seconds to go there we're winning. Mm. Um, yeah. Friend, friend of the ramble, um, Phil Brown, who uh, fam- <laughs> famous friend of Marcus and I's, uh, who's, a, who's a Wickham fan. Mm. I just saw his. Oh yeah, I saw his. My friend too. I saw, oh, sorry, Jim. Apologies. Um, <laughs> Peter, no. I don't know. Uh, he um, he just tweeted quite late that night, yeah. uh, and the tweet just said, "Didn't we almost have it all?" <laughs> oh. Oh. Hashtag Whitney. I, I didn't enjoy the South End goalkeeper's shenanigans. No, he seemed like a bit of a dick. Yeah. It was like Tim Krull in the World Cup, but it wasn't the World Cup. And he, really he, strikes Krull. With, he really strikes with a man who thinks he's Joe Hart. No, but yeah, I th- yeah, I'd have that. I, had, I quite mm. liked his narrative. He was very unlucky to uh, to concede the own goal, just bouncing back off the post and off his yeah, back. But he seems a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's probably a good no, keeper. I don't think he's not say, Luke saying he's, he's not just, deserving. You know, he's just, just saved the winner in a playoff final. He's he, entitled to be a big shot. He shouted at someone for scoring a penalty in the shootout. I, he, did I, what? I, I, he shouted bastard oh, at me. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he bastard. He's a referee. Well, in the belly of the beast. Brave man. No, no, no. He was trying to put the player off massively. Now, I don't know if the player was making gestures back to him. I doubt it. And the player put it in the corner and he tipped it onto the post but it still went in. And he went, Oh you effing bastard. It's like That's fair enough, isn't it? Frustration. But no, it was more it was more no, he the, aimed it, at the man. It was like, more like a couple of the players started shouting at the keeper when they scored after they scored their penalty, though he was going, You you fucking dick, you seen that? Uh, so, sure so it's clear that he's riled him up. Dick, though, I'm it? sure he's uh, I haven't got the score in front of me, but I imagine he's probably got a clean sheet or two under his belt against Portsmouth this season. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of which, do you remember when um, Pirlo went out to take the penalty for Italy against England in Euro two thousand twelve, the famous yeah, Penenka? And that England fan behind the goal got his old chap out. Yeah. So I, put him <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that gets mentioned enough. That you no, know. no, I don't think I saw that. It's three years yeah. ago now. Yeah, but the memories live on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Marcus in his cubicle, yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all, we're all getting away from the big issue that Phil Brown mm. got them promoted, and Phil Brown is already talking about having another stab at the Premier League. Of course he is. He's got the, you've got, you have to go into League One. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't get to choose what you get promoted to. Bacon round America yeah. again. Imagine, then, imagine Phil Brown going to the dressing room and saying that to his players after they won the playoff final. Well, I wonder what, what division we're going to get. Oh, I hope it's Premier League. No, it's League One. There has to be. Yeah. It's a lottery. It's a lottery. <laughs> I prefer him going in and going. Oh, I'm going to get a better job after he this. He thinks it's like when you start a new five side team and you have a, you have a game and they judge what level you're at. Oh yeah, yeah. you're hammering everyone five <laughs> yeah. nil every week. Get, to promote them three times. Yeah, yeah. But do you not think a penalty win, <laughs> penalty shootout win in a playoff final is enough for a double promotion? Tri- they'll, they'll need a treble. They'll need a treble promotion. The, the, the lesser seen treble promotion in professional football in England. That'll be old job. Uh, let's go quickly to uh, the continent. Uh, La Liga, Barcelona 2, Deportivo 2. It was Xavi's farewell, but it was a very important result for Deportivo. Mm. Yeah, they kept them up. 2-0 so, down, they were. Joy all round. 
Well, you, 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 they must have feared the worst. I mean, obviously being away to Barcelona, even though they've won the league, they're 2-0 down. It's Xavi's very well, so yeah, they might take it easy, but just knock the ball around, lads, all that kind of stuff. But they they got the equaliser. and uh, um, Barcelona have scored 110 league goals this season, and Real Madrid have scored 118. That's incredible. Also, Thomas season, Sickening. Thomas Van Marlon made his debut for Barcelona in that game, and if they win the Champions League... They have to give us four million euros. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Brilliant! That's yeah, great. Put it, on, yeah. put it on the pile. Consolation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Consolation <laughs> for your lack of a league title for yeah. how long? Yeah, yeah. ages. You'll probably get a lot of <laughs> Champions League that finals. Got a cup. I look forward to yeah. though. So <laughs> you, genuinely, go fuck yourself. Will you have a um? We have a um? Open bus tour with the four million euros on the top there. <laughs> <laughs> We've won for you last Marlon. season and are about to play in the final. <laughs> and that's the real quiz! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, that money will go towards a very, very promising young French player that we don't know. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so there we are. <laughs> well, you say very promising. Promising. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but back to uh, La Liga. Ibar I went down instead of Deportivo in their first ever season, which was a great shame for them. But Granada, they drew two all with Atleti and survived. Hmm. And uh, where else? Oh, I, yes. I, was, I bought a team that everyone in, in Spain were getting hit up about because they might not have been allowed to be promoted because they're not a big enough club. Small, yeah. Yeah. These things tend to take care of themselves, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Problem solved. Let's hope yeah. it's not the same for Bournemouth. Yeah. Mm. Oh, um, of course, absolutely, yeah. Real Madrid beat Getafe 7-3. Getafe were 2-1 up at one point. Yeah, and it was 3-0 as well, <laughs> was. wasn't it, at one point? That <laughs> was insane. Ronaldo's eighth hat-trick of the season. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry Standard. about it. Mm. Normal. Lovely. Uh, That's Mar- 24 goals. Yeah. Um, that's, but, is that eight times the amount of hat-tricks that Mario Bertelli has goals in the league this season? <laughs> <laughs> has he got one league goal? I'm, I'm not sure. Can't bother to check. Uh, but, for, but for the purposes of a cheap joke, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Yes. <laughs> Martin Odegaard came on. Became Madrid's youngest ever player. Mm. Well done. Oh, was he 17? Was he booed at all? No, not even. He's 16, I think. 16. No, it was quite clever, actually, because he took off Cristiano Ronaldo for him. So yeah. Ronaldo obviously got rapturous applause and uh, Odegaard slipped onto the field. Is that why Ancelotti got mm. the sack? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing playing 16 year olds, mate? Mm. You've lost it. It's like we put David James up front, idiot. Yeah. Your eyebrows are older than that. <laughs> um, big talk of uh, Rafael Benitez. Yeah. Have we just run out of big managers? I think we so. just run out of like, so, massive yeah. big ticket managers. Oh, let's get one back from 10 years ago. Because Ancelotti's saying he's taking a year off, isn't he? Because oh, he's Benitez. got um, a bad back. Benitez, no, he got sacked. Yeah, no, but now, <laughs> after that. Bad back. Oh, I've got a bad back anyway, so, so yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out with Harry. Yeah. Yeah. So going to go down the clinic. I've got a bad back sack and crack. <laughs> and oh, crack. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, yeah. Benitez has been managing Napoli. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that, uh, what I would say that is, and, he's not, and he's not done, done, like, he's not done stellar with them. Like, he's not done, um, like, incredibly well. They're not challenging, are they? All right. Pete, what you should have done is gone, he's got a bad back crack and he's been sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, I was, I was there, so, I mean, I had, I had the raw materials, you, you, you finished it off. Yeah. So I'm Jonas, he also saw Good and, uh, finish to the season for David Moyes. Marcus took a piss in the cubicle, would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's joust. It's joust, the joust is important. Real Sociedad. <laughs> yeah. The one's called La Real. Mm-hmm. Keep reading about Real in British press. Real Madrid are never referred to Real in Spain. Mm. They're referred to as Madrid. Ah. Yeah. We like he- reading Spanish... Uh, uh, media United, and then referring to Newcastle United as United, when most people in England would refer to Manchester United as United. Yeah, yeah get, get people on side. Have you got any more well, stories like that? Uh, just one from Serie A. I, I know, because the Real Sociedad <laughs> thing, oh, yeah. you, you said that David Moyes had a good season, finish of the season. One, two of his last ten. So. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just uh, particularly 
the last day game. Of the season, the last yeah. game. <laughs> he's had the last good, minutes of the season. He's got a good time. He's had a lovely old time. <laughs> the lovely uh, break. What about Serie A, eh? <laughs> Roma beat Lazio 2-1. Totti's boys secure Champions League place. The biggest story coming out of Serie A, in my humblest of opinions, yes. is that uh, Luca Toni has a reasonable, if not good, chance of yeah. finishing the season as top scorer in, the, mm. in Serie A That's at brilliant. the age of 38. It's his 38th birthday today, in fact. Oh. <laughs> and he's got 21 goals for um, Verona. Verona. And I think they play Juventus on the last of the season, and Tevez has got 20. So they, it could be a straight shootout. But I'd love to see uh, Tony yeah. get it. Damn right. Mm. Me too. Mm. Uh, let's go to League oh. before we go to uh, Pete's Mystery Voice game. Because Harvey Renard is back in the big leagues, everybody. Yeah. Well, he's back in France. He's back in, <laughs> back the, in the big leagues. leagues. He works explicitly in French-speaking nations, with the exception of the 2004 stint he had, I think, at Cambridge United. That's right. <laughs> Zambia, though. Are they not French? Are they They're English? Pass. It's <laughs> <laughs> what he'll say in training. Ah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, big Arve. Um Yeah, back in uh, in League U with Lille. Lille had a disappointment this season, finishing eighth. Who did Lille? Lille won Lille. the double in 2011. Wow! In that season, that will always be known as the season that gifted Jovino to Arsenal. That's mm. right. Yeah. Do you know um, Divock Origi, who Liverpool have bought and then they loaned back to Lille, made um, yes. made a French magazine's worst team of the season. Great this weekend. Bodes well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so uh, Lille, I predict a double next season. Excellent. All right, now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. Of course, last week um, we upped the stakes somewhat with an iPad Air 2 and also a copy of uh, Football Manager uh, Classic to give away. So, uh, mm. yeah, we won't be doing that again Who's won for it, a little while. Who's won it, Pete? So, so, you know, you, you had your one. Who's won it? <laughs> well, all right, I'll get to it. I'm fucking great with it, yeah? Well, this all is right. the game. Jesus Christ. I know. To be fair, he didn't know it was coming. <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> yeah. prepared. It's a lottery, isn't it? It's a lottery. It's a lottery, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, so three people got it right. Come together to be in charge of the football club. And um, thank you to the um, computers here in the studio that just crashed. Um, so I can't let you know who uh, else got it right, but Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh, got it right and he was first ex-Everton's Barry Horn wow. oh Barry Horn so congratulations that? to Liam uh, you're, 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 send us your address Liam I can't be asked to reply to your email because uh, I can't my computer's frozen uh, and uh, yeah we'll be sending you out an iPad Air 2 and a copy of Football Manager Classic is your computer frozen forever I don't know hopefully um, not I've got, got a question an admin question perhaps you guys can answer did Barry Horn also play for Sheffield Wednesday I think he might have possibly done. I think he might have done yeah. Well, it's good to get a reminder of the big man anyway. That's right. Pete, yeah. what have we got uh, this week? Well, we've got this, Marcus. Because they play in red and white and the fucking dynamite and we'll support the border evermore. And if you know who that is, voice at thefootballramble.com. Traditionally, the mystery voice week with the lowest return of applicants because they know they're not going to get a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, but but Liam is not a friend of the football ramble because that wasn't the prize. No, it's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Liam's yeah. got Liam's got to go somewhere. So to in be many ways, the he's the big loser of the week. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so wait, look, I can get it now. It unfroze itself. Uh, Joe Bird is friend of the ramble, and Ricky Lee Williams is as well. So oh, well you guys. Well, and Ricky Lee. You shouldn't have said that. They'll be gutted that they uh, <laughs> they didn't win <laughs> the the iPad, which he is actually, a much better. He prize actually had two cracks at it. Ricky Lee. He said uh, Dean Saunders and Whoa, 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 whoa! Is yeah. that allowed? Uh, I don't think it is. He's actually, an, he's an acquaintance of the ramble. <laughs> right. Okay. He's been downgraded. Country music singer as well. Yeah. Ricky Lee Williams. Sounds like he should be. Mm. He's on nodding terms with the Ramble. Yeah. Bobby, no. Now it's time for a website roundup with Luke Moore. It, well, with me as the mouthpiece for mm-hmm. the always excellent Kelly Wells. Oh, let's, she's let's, got her own mouth. Let's yeah. call it as it is. Yeah. 
Okay. Sexist. Uh, Kelly has been in touch with a correspondent saying, on, on the all-killer, no-pisser Football Ramble website this week, <laughs> Dealey gets tired and emotional near a microphone again. Um, Yuri Geller offers to help Newcastle, does a better job than John Carver. Mm. Photographic evidence that Xavi is an even better bloke than we all thought. And finally, no one asked for it, but football has come up with a riposte Justin Timberlake's dick in a box kit with cock in a cup. <laughs> that are. is a blast in the past. And Kelly also says she'll be in and around the site all summer and they can email her with any interesting info otherwise known as doing her job for her. Lovely. What a beauty! Something we can all get behind. Right. Yeah. Kelly's really getting involved in the yeah. Rebel spirit. Mm, yeah. Speaking of which, it's highlights of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Ed. Do you want to officially introduce it? That's fair. Yeah, let's do an ounce of something yeah. to, uh, to to do that. Now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Um, let's get straight into it. Liam Dacey says, A god amongst men scoring what could be his farewell goal in a roller coaster season. No, not Stevie G. It's all about Esteban. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Esteban can be also, of course. Uh, Kenny Munro says, Finishing a less than creditable 754th in the official Football Ramble Fantasy League just to make sure there was no chance of qualifying for the Europa League next season. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I should say, um, I couldn't find you three. Because there's too many teams, isn't it? Right. Um, but I came 962nd, but uh, Asa Smith, with his side named Gaston Ramirez, his dad, uh, won the Football Ramble League. And it's well got, done. I think it's got over 2,000 teams. It's, no, I think it's over 4,000. Wow. Yeah, so no many, quite a lot. no many achievements. So well done, Asa. Um, Gregor Lauder says, the Preston fan who decided taking candy from a baby was too easy, so instead took on the slightly more difficult task of wrestling Jermaine Beckford's shirt from an eight-year-old before trying to flog it online for £1,500. Yeah, it's an absolute all, all disgrace. A bit seedy, that, classy, isn't it? Yeah. Classy, Apparently, lady. she's she's come out and said she knows the family and uh, her side of the story will come out. It's all, right. all a bit grim. Yeah. I think it's a disgrace. Well, she's been interviewed by, like, the Daily Mirror. Just say it then. Yeah. yeah. Just, just literally, <laughs> you've got the best mouthpiece you can get. Um, Russ Loughton says, um, I checked in at the Ramble live show on Facebook last week, complete with photo, and got a grand total of no likes and no comments. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, that's a dig. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? I really like this one. This is from Ewan Dewar. He says, uh, come on, Marcus, have you got something to say? I finished 361st. Well done. That's not bad. I'm just looking now. Um, Sorry, yeah. Luke, to are, are we doing you this now? Are we going to interrupt, interrupt Ewan Dewar's uh, excellent piece of crap? Yeah, finished Ewan Dewar's. Sorry, mate. His yeah. name rhymes. You can't be, you can't be unhappy with that. <laughs> he says, uh, this week I learned that Alex Neal is four years younger than Eddie Howe, although he looks like he's older than war. <laughs> <laughs> older than war. War's been around for ages. That's good. Um, oh, James like Kidd. He was the man who gave me the information re Jed Steer, um, saying that Jed Steer is cup tied for the, mm. uh, for, the, for the FA Cup final anyway, so he deserves credit for that. Thanks for that, James. And um, Colm Campbell, this is a good one. This slipped under the radar. Ooh. He said Celtic this week had agents, yes, actual agents, on the pitch with the players doing the lap of honour. Oh, my oh. That is going too far. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> terrible. And that's just about it from me. Um, yeah. from I, uh, what, what did everyone else get in the league? 361st. Right, what did you get, Luke? 962nd. Uh, 1,991. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not even in the top 1,000. No. Oh, well, the thing with Fantasy League, you do it at the start, and you just, oh, can't be arsed. Yeah. I'm Loser. not sure I even did it at the start. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you probably came last then. Yeah. I am can't be arsed, or... Uh, what about a highlight from Turkey Jim? Fenerbahce, you enjoyed yeah. that? This is, um, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, <laughs> but you've got the details, so it's yeah. in. Four, pl- four players sent off. There were 2-0 <laughs> Down with 10 minutes to go and they needed to win to have a chance of uh, still keeping up with Galatasaray in the league showdown and all or nothing yes <laughs> that's, that's right <laughs> they equalised with well they, they, they pulled one back and then they, they had a man sent off and then they equalised with a couple of minutes to go through Webbo yeah and then they good poured forward, good yeah. forward, good play. 
poured men forward, but they got caught on the break. Mm. So Bruno Alves, uh, I think he... Man I, I, mountain, Bruno yeah, Alves. I, d- yeah. I didn't actually see this, but he was sent off at elbow in a play. I think it must have been denying a goal-scorer opportunity. Or then, elbowing someone. They d- he went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember when Portugal uh, conceded the penalty against France yeah. in the semi-final of the European Championships in 2000, I think it was, and they, uh, they knew the game was up. Abel Xavier handled it, yeah. and they thought Zidane's not going to miss. We're going to go down a blaze of glory. Yeah. So there are three men sent off. That's basically what happened here. So Bruno Alves elbowed the man, sent off. Another man sent off a descent. The penalty was missed, though. Right. Quite funnily enough. And then Webbo booted someone in the head. He got sent off as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, properly in the face, though. I mean, it was, it was, a, high it was a high foot. Yeah, a high foot for a high ball. But yeah. it just he ignored the fact that there was a face between <laughs> his foot and the ball. Yeah, incredible. But of course, my highlight of the week was the uh, live show. Mm. That we did at Bloomsbury Theatre yeah, right. in Thank London. You for coming down. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for coming down. It was marvellous stuff. If you, if you want to pick it up, it will be going online at some point. I'll let you know. Some point soon. Just check out the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash the football ramble. No, football ramble. Football ramble, yeah. Just football ramble. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do check it out as well. You just might be thinking, oh, it'd be out of date. Oh, timeless comedy. Timeless. I was, I'm looking at my. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we came on. <laughs> hey! I'm looking at my um, football, uh, fantasy football team. Do you want to um, see what the problem was with mine? Yeah, go, go on then. then. Uh, Tim Howden goal. Uh, Dummett, Paul Dummett at the back. <laughs> Playing a three at the back, Delaney, uh, Terry. So, you know, I'd be Terry. you not your at the start of the season. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Chesney was on the bench. Chesney was on the bench, so it was clearly the first weekend. I don't know what was yeah. happening. Cabela in the middle at Riviera up front. <laughs> that's excellent, man. Uh, Borny, Lukaku, Kazala. No, I, I think that's just John Carver's team shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Snodgrass. There you are. Baines. Lovely. Snodgrass injured. Yeah. The whole season out. Good. Brilliant. Fantastic stuff. Done well, haven't I? I think that's the, uh, I think that's the end of it. How many more weeks have we got left of this nonsense till we finish? Is it three more shows? Two or three. Two or three. We'll work it out and we'll we'll let you know in due course. But yes, watch out for that live show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we did talk about Turkish football a little bit in the live show as well. That's yes. worth a punt. Um, so, so there we are. Mm. Uh, right, if you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Remini Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, everyone. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye.